Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. A&W, they're like first to the post. The Beyond Meat Burger, they brought that plant-based burger in before anybody else. And A&W restaurants in Toronto are piloting a new-to-go coffee cup this month that caught my eye. It's lidless, but it does not spill. Here to talk about it, Jacob Lawrence, who is business reporter for the Toronto Star. He's back on the Kelly Cotrera Show. Jacob, thanks for joining us. Hey, Kelly. You wrote a really comprehensive column about this, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I thought, well, let's just get Jacob on to talk about it. I could paraphrase. I could go through what you said. Hmm. But I have some questions for you. Um, how big of an environmental problem, before we get into this new cup, which is called the Butterfly Cup, are, are coffee cups in Canada? Give us an idea. It, well, it's, it's a huge problem. Um, the, I think the first stat that I referenced in this story is that about some five billion uh, to-go coffee cups get tossed into the into Canadian trash bins every year. Um, the important thing to know about to-go coffee cups, and it's been tough for me to totally reckon with this, given how much coffee I drink. But uh, well, you know, they look somewhat benign. They're you know they look like paper cups. They all have this thin plastic lining that takes about 20 years to fully decompose. So every time that you're drinking from a to-go coffee cup and throwing it in the garbage, it's not going to disappear for a hell of a long time. Mm -hmm. So we need to find a fix to this. I understand that in your column, you said Dunkin' Donuts once told Bloomberg it took nine years to figure out the alternative to its its uh, signature foam cup. And uh, the Starbucks president also called the question of the cup one of the most nagging issues we've dealt with. But it may have been solved by a mechanical engineer from Shanghai. Tell me a little bit about this alternative, this butterfly cup we'll start seeing at the end of this month. Yeah, so this 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 engineer, he uh, former uh, he was a mechanical engineer, worked in electronics for a while in Shanghai. Uh, in in the two thousands, he had been researching uh, sort of the the scourge of plastics on the environment, uh, and and how to deal with them, and and really was looking into this sort of interesting issue that uh, a lot of big food chains, as you're saying, like Bloomberg or like um, like Starbucks and like Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, have for years been trying to make a better, more sustainable cup and haven't been able to. So he sort of took it upon himself as a challenge. He was like, okay, let me see if I can be smarter than these guys, uh, figure out if I can make a cup that is, you know, totally plastic free, doesn't involve any of the lining, and yet can still maintain the same sort of structural integrity that keeps liquid in a cup without, you know, leaking or, Mm -hmm. you know, having any kind of lid disasters. So uh, Not to mention, I have to punctuate this, just there's no sure. lid on the butterfly cup. No lid. And that's, that's sort of the interesting thing is that he came up with this um, this cup that is sort of all one piece. Uh, it's, you know, it's entirely biodegradable. It's made from this paperboard, uh, thick paperboard. And um, at the top, it's it, it doesn't look totally dissimilar from like a McDonald's fries box where it's like you have these sort of these edges that sort of jut out uh, and you fold them over the top so that it's kind of like a little box, like a little circular 
uh, package. Uh, and from uh, from the sides on the edges, there are these two sort of spouts on either side that you sort of tilt up and kind of drink out of kind of like a sippy cup. So it, it's weird looking, but yeah. uh, it seems effective. Yeah, it's weird looking, but it's going to do the trick. Uh, this was, oh, they, they basically companioned with a company out of Dublin, Ireland to, to put together this butterfly cup and, uh, they, they've spent the, the past decade bringing it to market. So where else has it been tried and how's it being accepted? It's, yeah, it's, it's mainly been tried in European markets, some East Asian markets. Uh, I think the first success that butterfly cup had was with, um, a, a theme park in Japan or Hong Kong, I believe. Uh, and, and just given that, you know, you're usually some of the Western European countries are further ahead on uh, sort of environmental regulation and, and reducing uh, carbon emissions. They, he had a, the, the company had an easier time sort of getting through to them. Um, it seems like it's had some success. Uh, that being said, I, I don't want to overstate, um, you know, the popularity of the cup. The, the problem really for, uh, for environmental and sustainable design is that, they don't really have the equipment to be built at scale. So mm. the great advantage that the plastics industry has is that it's spent decades, you know, being able to just pump out plastic cups at light speed because they have tons of infrastructure. And, you know, the, the sort of the drawback for little startups like Butterfly Cup is that they don't really have the scale and the mode of production to really make these things big. So uh, we're seeing a lot of interested restaurants that want to sort of pilot the project and yep. have it uh, work at a smaller scale. So that's absolutely progress. Um, hey, baby steps, baby steps with everything, right? Yeah, that's right. So when is it launching at A&W in Toronto? When will we start seeing the Butterfly Cup? Should start uh, March 14th, and it's going to be in Toronto's, uh, Toronto's outlets in particular. There are 44 A&W locations in the city. Um, and they're strictly for hot beverages. So if you want to get a coffee, you'll get yeah. one of these cups. Amazing. I'm looking forward to it. Jacob, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time as always. It's really interesting, and I will have our eye for the butterfly cup. Great. Thanks so much for having me.